Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. In Colossians 3, chapter 2, God's word says this. Set your mind on things above not on things on the earth. I've entitled this this particular uh, Bible study, Keep a Kingdom Mindset. Mm. You know, we are truly uh, a dual citizens, right? We are citizens of this earth, but we're really citizens of heaven. And I believe when we keep our eyes on the things that are eternal, then the things that are temporal here on this earth will begin to also be transformed and begin to line up with God. Store up treasures in heaven by getting lots of people there. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That's right. Store up treasures in heaven by getting lots of people there. The main reason we're on this planet is to glorify God, is to bring God glory by everything that we say and everything that we do. The Bible says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, O God. We want to bless the Lord and glorify the Lord. The Bible says that when we lift up his name, he'll draw all men unto him. See, the enemy will always try to distract us with earthly battles. If the enemy could distract us by all the things that we're coming up against and take our eyes off heaven and put our eyes on this planet and the things that we're fighting, then he's done his job. So he's trying to distract us to keep us from understanding why we're really here. We need to stay focused on the war in the heavenlies. There's things going on in the spirit realm that we can't see. They're not physical, but they're spiritual. And when you keep your eyes on the spirit realm, then you'll start understanding even more of what's happening here. The real battle is for the souls of men. We get so caught up with winning arguments that we end up losing people. Mm, come on, somebody. You know, there's so many times when people are asking us about our faith and we get to these discussions and they start talking about doctrinal things and do you believe in this? Do you believe in that? And, and many people have this erroneous concept of who God is and we begin to share with them what we believe. And sometimes these discussions get more into a theological discussion. Listen, stay away from those types of discussions. If you're talking to someone who doesn't know Christ, Talk about the cross. Talk about the forgiveness of sins. Talk about the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. See, talk about salvation. Talk about your experience with God and how it changed you. You see, people cannot argue with the results of the gospel. Amen. So just make sure that we keep ourselves focused. See, it's time to demonstrate radical love. That's right, to love people. They can't argue with the love that you share with them. Allow God to love them through you. God needs vessels. God needs a conduit to flow through. Amen. And, you know, we need to know that and need to understand that we have an eternal purpose on this planet. Amen. An eternal purpose to bring people to Christ. Walk with your feet on earth, but your heart in heaven. Know that your heart is always pointing towards God.
And when we do that, man, God begins to do great and mighty things in our lives and the lives of those around us as well. And that is so super important for us to understand that God has that purpose in you and in me as well. It's so important uh, how we minister to people and how we, we display God's goodness and grace and mercy. And God sometimes requires us to not just show love, but also speak love. See, your miracle begins in your mouth. Oh, come on, drop that in the chat right now. Your miracle begins in your mouth. Look what Matthew chapter 12, verse 37 says. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Wow, God places so much weight on the words that we speak because the words that we speak have so much power. You know, our words, we can speak life and we can speak death over people. This time, God has given us the power to manifest things when we speak them. And you see, one thing you need to understand is the devil is listening as well. See, your enemy reacts to your words. Faith words into the devil's ears. When you speak faith words into the devil's ears, he will be defeated. That's right. Begin to speak God's word. Begin to speak words of victory. Amen. And when you do that, you'll see the outcome. You'll see circumstances. The Bible says when you resist the devil, that he will flee from you. Amen. If you talk like a victim, you'll become one. There's so many people that walk around like they're so victimized by life. And listen, I get it, man. Life is hard. Life is challenges. But listen, but we're not victims. Come on, somebody. We are victors. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh, I mean, today, the Bible says that today I am more than a conqueror. So we need to declare those types of words, even in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our tribulation, we speak life, we speak victory, amen, we speak faith. Attack the devil with God's words and he'll be demoralized. When you begin to declare God's word over circumstances, the enemy has to run, he's demoralized, he realizes he cannot be there because you understand the authority and the power that God has given you through his word, amen, through his anointing, through his power in your life. And when you begin to stand up to the enemy, some of us, why are we on the ropes? Come on, man, get off the ropes. Don't let the enemy just wail on you, man. At the end, come off the ropes and come out swinging. Let the enemy know that you have Jesus in your heart, that you have the power of God, amen, to come back and destroy the works of the enemy. That's what the Jesus came to do. The Bible says he came to destroy the works of your enemy. Let your words be words of victory. Let your words create the atmosphere for victory. Woo, that's right. That's right. Get off the ropes. Let your words create the environment for victory. And you know with the power of God and, the, and declare God's promises, unleash the angels of heaven to come in and begin to enter into your circumstances, man. Listen, you cannot lose. And it's so powerful to understand that. It's so powerful to know that God has you, man. And when you know that for sure in your heart, you'll walk with a whole new confidence. That's right. That's the word. Confidence in God. Put your confidence in 
in God. And when you do that, God will show up. And you know, the opportunity that God has given us to, uh, to plant seeds in God's kingdom through our offerings, through our tithing. Listen, use that. This It's not just a tithe. It's not just a giving. Your tithing is actually a weapon. Listen, aim your seed to your need. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 uh, and 11 says, bring all the tithes to the storehouse. And then, then it says this, and and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Wow, wow. You see, you need to understand that when you give to the Lord, when you bring your tithes and your offerings, God will step in and rebuke the devourer. See, your tithes and your offerings are a signal. It's a message, it's a telegraph. It telegraphs your opinions, your hopes, your love for God. Your seed faith offering is also a weapon that destroys the works of the enemy because it invites God into your circumstances. And he promised to rebuke the devourer. When I came to Christ, I had all kinds of issues in my life. I could not sleep, man, I was having nightmares. I mean, I was just, I mean, I was being attacked from every corner and I was hurting. And man, when I, when I read this and I realized that he rebukes the devourer for my sake, man, I planted, I, I mean, I started planting seeds. I, a pastor spoke about tithing. I began to tithe and man, the enemy ran. I'll tell you what, it was such a powerful manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And God just took my very simple faith as a brand new Christian. And he stepped in, man, because God is our deliverer, amen. And he's a powerful, powerful God. I mean, see, even Jesus was touched by the widow the widow who gave all she had. Other folks gave more. They had, I mean, they gave from their abundance. She gave from her need. And of course, that seed was acknowledged. And even to this day, when you read it, I mean, this poor widow who gave all she had, even though it's just a little bit, God, man, Jesus noticed it and it it got his attention. So listen, know that God notices every time we give and we, we plant seeds in God's kingdom. He notices because at the end of the day, you are helping to, to bring heaven to earth. You're helping to fund the work of God. Amen. And of course, God begins to move and honor it because it's an act of worship. So you don't give to the church. You give through the church, amen? And the church is just a place where God uses for you to plant your seed in. Your offering has an impact on the heart of God. That's why we need to be so faithful in that area because when we do, then we walk under an open heaven all the time. And then God begins to do supernatural stuff. At the end of the day, God does supernatural stuff in our lives except what you can't explain. That's right, accept what you can't explain. In Isaiah 55, verse eight and nine, God's word says this, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Oh my goodness, that is so powerful. See, I love this, guys. Sometimes God does things we can't explain. Uh, that we try to analyze situations. We don't know why they're happening, and but we can't explain it. We just accept it by faith and trust God. Listen, I've got questions, man. I got a whole list of questions for God, but just because I can't understand why it happened, 
doesn't mean that I don't believe in God's sovereignty to do what he does. So I just put it on the list and I say, one of these days when I get to heaven, I'm going to say, Lord, I've got all these questions and I know that all things will be revealed and then I'll understand better when we're up there, when we get to the old by and by, amen. But I believe this, you select your miracle, God chooses the method. Mm. He decides how he sends it to you. Sometimes we pray for a miracle and certain things begin to happen. Oh my goodness. And we realize, wait a minute, I prayed for this, but look at what all, all this stuff that's going on. See what God's doing is he's setting the stage. He's setting the stage for your miracle. And sometimes he'll do it in a whole different way because everything God does is multifaceted. That's right. Whenever you pray for a miracle, it impacts not just that situation, but other situations around it. God is just sets it up the way he needs to. See, Jesus took clay and spit and he healed a blind man. That was unorthodox. That was truly unexpected. I'm sure the blind guy, when he heard Jesus spit, he's like, whoa, 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 Jesus, what are you doing? Time out, my brother. Are you spitting on the dirt? And then you rub that in my face. From other times, you just lay hands on people's eyes and they open. But he did something different with this one because he chooses the method. When the man asked for the miracle, Jesus chose the method. See, sometimes the way God does it is very puzzling to the natural mind. Remember, those who argue his methods rarely receive his miracles. There's so many people, and I'm talking Christians. I'm talking about people in the body of Christ that say that God can only do things a certain way because of the New Testament and things have changed. I don't, man, I don't know where they get this theology from that certain things no longer exist and miracles, those types of miracles, signs and wonders don't happen anymore. You know, when people say that, they're right for themselves because if they don't believe in miracles, guess what's going to happen? They're never going to receive them. But listen, I believe in miracles. I've seen them. My whole life is a miracle. And I've met so many of us that are walking in God's miracle working power every single day. See, when God performs a miracle, it requires faith to accept it. And if people don't have the faith and say it doesn't exist, guess what? For them, it doesn't exist. But for you and I, come on somebody who believe in the impossible, who've seen who's seen God do things that were completely, totally impossible in our sight, and God does it. And man, as long as we stay faithful to the Lord in prayer, continue to read our word, attending church, building our faith, then God will deliver those miracles because he's an on-time God. God's hands are open to give. Your heart must be open to receive. Mm. God's hands are open to give. Your heart must be open to receive. And I believe many of us, even on this time together here and walking in the spirit, began to receive faith throughout the process, you know. And sometimes we're going through challenges and God just little by little begins to build our faith to the point where now we, our faith is growing and now the miracle begins to happen. Sometimes uh, God heals instantaneously, but sometimes he heals incrementally. Sometimes God will do a miracle all of a sudden, but sometimes we just have to hold on to our faith, continue to pray, continue to chip away, and little by little, God begins to build that faith in our hearts, and now guess what? God has done a miracle, and that is so powerful. And that's why what we do daily accumulates. What we do every single day continues to build and build and build. And now we can walk 
in God's victory. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. You're such a good God, such a wonderful God. We thank you because we sense our faith rising up within us, oh God. And help us, Lord Father, to glorify your name everywhere we go. To lift up the name of Jesus that you may draw all men unto you. Help us to lead others to Christ. Help us, oh God, to declare your word, to declare your promises, and to bring people, Lord God, because that's what you want. That's who you love. You love people, and we love what you love, oh God. And in Jesus' name, help us to share our testimonies, Lord God, to share about the cross and the forgiveness of sin, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, that, that people will see that that is the power of God unto salvation. The cross may be foolishness to those that do not believe, but to us, we know, oh God, it is the power of God. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, that we can speak and have those discussions with people and always stay focused on the cross. And Father God, empower us and remind us to always speak words of faith, to start declaring your promises, not complaining and whining about our circumstances, but declaring your word that we may be going through something, but you're in the midst of it. We may be in the storm, but you're in the boat with us, oh God, so we know we will not sink. So in Jesus' name, Help us, oh God, to continue to speak life, to not speak death, to speak life into others' lives, to encourage and build others up, that everything we say will build up those that are listening, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. So thank you, Lord God, for giving us the power to speak your word in faith and trust you for miracles, oh God. And Lord, help us, Lord God, to continue to aim our seed, Lord God, at the need that we may have to use our tithes and offerings, not just to bless your kingdom, but use them as a weapon to come against the enemy. Your word says that you will rebuke the devourer for our sake. So in Jesus' name, we rebuke the devil right now. Devil, you have no place in our lives. We are children of the living God, and we walk in victory. Your head is being crushed by our heels. You are under our feet. In the name of Jesus, you are defeated. You are on your way to a lake of fire. So right now, devil, you have no place in our lives, in the lives of our families, in the lives of the people that we love, our, love, our colleagues at work. In Jesus' name, we rebuke you right now, devil, and we thank you, Lord, for your promise to rebuke the enemy for our sake. And Father God, help us, oh God. We know that your ways are higher than our ways, oh God. We can't always explain how things are happening and why they're happening, but we put our faith and our hope and our trust in you. And we thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus today, Lord. I thank you and I praise you, Lord Father, for your miracle working power. Father, we don't know how you're going to do it, but we know you will because you always fulfill your word. And we thank you even now, oh God, for the miracles, the signs, and the wonders that are coming towards us. In Jesus' name, I speak miracles over every person right now that's listening to this program. In the name of Jesus, we release right now the power of miracles. The things that we can't see, Lord God, let them be manifested. Our unsaved loved ones are coming back. 
And Father, we just thank you right now for the salvation of those that we have on our list. We lay hands on our list right now and pray for our unsaved loved ones that they'll come to Christ. We pray for our friends and our colleagues. Lord God, let salvation visit, Lord God, those that are on our list right now in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord God, Lord God for healing, for divine healing upon the bodies of those that are, are hurting, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you and I praise you that even now, oh God, that you will move mightily, Lord God, because it's by your stripes that we were healed and we stand upon that promise right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, for breaking chains of bondages, oh God, for those that are addicted and bound up with the things of this world, with drugs and alcohol, those that are bound up in pornography, those that are bound up in unholy things, Lord God, bound up in relationships that are not of you, oh God, that are, that are bound up in their minds, Lord God, that they're, they're mentally attitude is bound up to their strongholds in their minds and in their hearts. Oh God, we break those chains right now. Devil, take your hands off of them. They do not belong to you. They are children of God and we receive them right now into God's kingdom in Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray for divine provision right now, for providing for every need, Lord God, for those that are on this list, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that you will just open the windows of heaven and begin to provide blessings, Lord God, financially. Lord God, I pray that you'll just begin to bless my brothers and sisters financially. Open the doors, Lord God, of heaven and pour out blessings upon them, Lord God, that they will use it in abundance to help others as well, Lord God. Provide for their needs, but give them more than enough so they can also be a blessing in your kingdom, oh God. So in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, that there are financial blessings coming, that doors are opening, promotions and businesses are prospering. I just thank you, Lord God, for meeting every single need right now in Jesus' name and restoring marriages, restoring families, Lord God, restoring people back to you, Lord God, that the backslider will come back, that today we claim the backslider, Lord God, and pray they'll be drawn back into the fold, oh God, and they'll come back to you, Father, in Jesus' name. And we just praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. And Father, we just thank you for the victory right now, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, that we can walk in your victory. We declare it, we receive it, and we thank you for it right now. And we're always gonna make sure, oh God, that you get all the glory, all the honor and praise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord a praise right now. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. I hope your faith just receives it and you walk in strength. I want to go ahead and close and I close with Matthew chapter six, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added to you. God's promise is so man, it's so amazing. He says when we seek his kingdom first, when we put God first in our lives, when you choose to do that, God will do all kind of amazing things and the things that you need, the things that you want, God will bless you. He says, seek me first and I'll add all the things that are required for you to fulfill 
his purpose. Amen. I believe that with all my heart. God bless you. Listen, share this with your friends. Call someone up and say, man, you guys need to tune into this show. Not because of me, because the Holy Spirit is moving in our midst. And remember, when you're walking in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it. Join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.